Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. You found yourself listening to a podcast about suicide, suicidal thoughts, depression, and really just mental health in general. We talk about these subjects um, with a lot of levity. That is to say, we make really, really dark jokes on this show, and uh, we hope you like that. But we also want you to know right off the top that we do that because of our experiences with these things, not because we take them lightly. So us laughing at them is not encouragement to do jokey things when it comes to suicide. Also, we care very deeply about you. So if you are dealing with depression right now, suicidal thoughts right now, and especially if you are contemplating suicide, we cannot urge you enough to get help. The first line of defense is the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're absolutely great. You can call them anytime. They will talk to you. They will help you through it. They're amazing. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. And thanks for listening to the show. You know just Dave, time for conspiracies. Uh, uh, folks, get in the zone. Get in the zone. Uh, auto zone. Uh, you're going to want a YouTube auto zone. You're going to want a YouTube auto zone. You wonder <laughs> what goes in our cars. All right, that's blood. What goes that's, in our cars? That's stays Saudi in cars. blood going in your car, Dave. Oh, it's actually <laughs> the blood of Saudi Arabian people is what oil is? Well, is there's, you're saying? there's kind of an alchemy uh, that they do that where there's, you know, gay wizards in Hollywood transfer the blood into oil. But uh, Wow. I'm going to say, tell you, Alex, I'm, you deserve a gold medal for how incredibly prejudiced that was. That was maybe the most prejudiced thing I've ever heard that anyone's ever said. There's like gay Thank wizards you. in Why? Oh, I, wow. I didn't know I'd be accepting an award. The most prejudiced thing in the world. Like, it's an award ceremony. Alex, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, it's funny because like not only did you win this award, but the name of the award is an Alex Jonesy. <laughs> you won an Alex Jonesy. Oh, uh, fitting, fitting. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna uh, tell you, my friend Dave Ross. Hello. Hi, I'm Hampton Yant. This That's is, Hampton Yant. This is Suicide Buddies. It's a comedy mental health podcast. Anyway, Dave. Okay, this is what's freaking me out right now. Okay. I guess Jeff Bezos for like you know the guy who runs who, uh, the Amazon. Yeah. He's the he's behind all the fires. Love the him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he runs Amazon. He's the head writer for Miss Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> he writes all the shows. He writes all the Maisels. <laughs> Uh, uh, needs more Maisel. Uh, yeah, yeah, the marvelous Miss Bezos. There's something where like Amazon gave out all these like free cameras to people to like check for your deliveries and stuff. Okay, and it's like he just like sold off the rights that like um, police can just now tap those and like oh. use this for surveillance. Like it's extra surveillance cameras. And I was just like, damn, dude, that that always makes my Alex Jones blood <laughs> get, no get, shit, dude, get boiling. I mean, yeah, Alex Jones is usually right. <laughs> I don't know what's affecting your guys' mental health out there. Sometimes I feel a little despondent about the uh, 
the way the world is, you know. What we were talking about like just that. off mic that pissed us off is it would just Oh yeah, we were talking about Facebook, Facebook. changed the way that their ad targeting works. So now as a, someone who's buying Facebook ads, you used to be able to specifically target people who are fans of you or any specific page and live in a specific place. And it was like the best thing that ever happened to event promotion. <laughs> and uh, they stopped that, I just learned too. And it's yeah. fucked up, man. And there's other stuff where they're like cracking down on like a lot of like shows that are, I don't know, like basically a weed show like was promoting. Oh, right. And they were like, this is for weed. For weed people. Like, yeah, you know, but it so was, if you like weed. it's a comedy show. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. But they took it down and it was like the guy had to cancel his whole tour and everything. And it's like, oh. they're just making all these moves of like trying to like shut down people who are just small time artists. Man. You know? Trying to book a stand-up tour like ourselves. I know, we dude. We want to go see, I want to go play to places that are far off in the Arctic. Yeah, hard absolutely, to reach. dude. Banff. <laughs> How am I going to target those suicidal Absolutely. Nordic people? They need us. <laughs> I think what we're saying is not we're only heroes. should you come yeah. see us in Houston on September 28th, <laughs> but you should tell all your friends and oh, do, hell yeah. and help, you know, help us get the Get the saddies out. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the saddies out. Uh, security <laughs> will be by the Hells Angels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please come to this awesome show. Uh, you come see us at our shows. You are not allowed to bring guns, which I do know is like every other show, but for our shows, it's just for a different reason. <laughs> 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 um, no, come see us in Houston, Dude. September 28th at the Secret Group. <laughs> yeah. Can let me tell you something very quickly about this show that I'm excited for. I've said this already on the show. It's at, it's on my birthday. Here's another thing: the Secret Group is one of my fucking spots, man. It's run by a good buddy of mine. The all the house comics there are good buddies of mine at this point, and they're just the scene around there is so cool. Um, Kate Vance, who made our Hulkamanic episode t-shirt or Hulkamanic depression, uh, not t-shirt artwork. You fucking get what I'm saying. Uh, she started stand up like a year ago and she's one of the house comedians at secret group and she's the fucking best. And I just like, it's just one of my second homes in comedy and to do this show with Hampton for this podcast on my birthday there. I'm fucking jazzed. Dude. I got to say though, I'm starting to feel pressure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got to bring it is the thing. <laughs> You're like, can we do this date? And I was like, yeah. That's right. You're like, it's my birthday. <laughs> I'll be with you. <laughs> so what are we planning, bro? <laughs> yeah, I... guys, you better bring weed. Uh, you better bring uh, knives. Here is the no thing. guns. Okay, but bring first knives. of all, let's Wep not some weapons. Someone will bring a knife, uh... <laughs> dude. It's Texas. There needs to be some sort of weaponry. Okay, bring water guns. <laughs> Bring water guns and water knives. That's that's what we're into. Dude, can you imagine if the mass shooting news was always for super soakers? I mean, come on, guys. Hell imagine yeah, a dude. better future. Let's all dream it. It's happening. <laughs> uh, Twenty five thousand people in Vegas got very wet this evening. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the news would just be like a constant party. It would be so funny. Uh, uh, yeah. Classroom had the time of their lives today. <laughs> You know, uh, oh man, um, dude, darkest thought I've had is uh, let's uh, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but um, let's look at mass shootings, okay? Follow the money, who's behind all this, who's really making the money, the body bag industry, okay? 
Yeah, wow. I haven't thought Big about that. Big body bag, dude. They're, the, they're dude, doing it. They're trying to sell more body bags. <laughs> totally, man. Body, Dude. They're, they've got a new back to school line. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, dude. That is that's the dark thought. It's got got Damn. Elmo on the front. Oh you know? my got holy Skywalker god! Skywalker on this. Talk one. about a trapper keeper. No, I was talking with. Oh, I hope I choke to death. <laughs> I was talking with Jack Robichaud about that. I was like, this is the darkest thing I've ever said. <laughs> dude, are you kidding me? That's a fucking solid stand-up bit, and I mean that. I, I mean it. I, I love you. I actually do mean it. No, but I mean it. <laughs> no, but I do. You should do that in stand-up. We're you keep joking, but you should do it. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's the thing. I definitely am a birthday zilla, and. Uh, <laughs> Do you do you get like enjoyment out of birthdays? Not really. No, I'm, I'm not a. That's actually why I'm excited. It's funny. Guy. I guess it hadn't occurred to me until now that I've been saying it's my birthday, and that like means I could want it to be a party or something. That's so funny. No, no, no. I'm so not a party person. I most years I just very last minute. I'm like fuck. I should do something, and then I like text a couple people, and. Uh, because I'm just always sad on my birthday no matter what because it reminds me of whatever the fuck it reminds me of. <laughs> and uh, so the reason I'm excited isn't because like I, I'm not. Oh, That's man. So now weird. I'm starting to feel weird. I don't want gifts or anything. <laughs> I'm not right. trying to have a party. We want free tickets to Thunder Down I'm Under. I'm trying to. The all-male strip review. <laughs> Dave and I are going after our show. <laughs> we need tickets to all-male strip reviews. Dude, if anyone listens to this podcast who, has, who works with Thunder Down Under, I want to open for them. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. the chippendales like a- featuring dave ross yeah dude uh no no, wait, no seriously wait, wait. the reason i'm excited about the birthday show isn't because i'm gonna like yeah fucking <laughs> it, it's gonna be a dave ross centric thing it's literally just because i it's like the first time in years i'll be doing an event that i know is like fun for me because most other birthdays i'm just at home going I both don't want to draw attention to myself mm. and am so lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, then why did you book Steve Aoki on the show? That's true. That's actually a good <laughs> question. That is a very good question. Um, no, look, because I, I just want to... I want to fucking... <laughs> I just want to tear it up. I like to tear it up separate from my well, birthday. it's my birthday. <laughs> so I'm tearing it up. I'm going to tear it up. Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> no, I totally hear what you're saying about like... Um, I've always tried uh, to basically not put any pressure on birthdays. Yes. Yeah, uh, family members sometimes forget, which is fine. But I mean, it's like, you know, you put too much uh, expectations yeah. on it. You're probably going to get hurt. Yes. You know, at uh, uh, law of averages, it's just going to, you're going to have a shitty birthday at least once. Dude, well, it happens. I basically always have a shitty birthday and it's literally just because of how my brain works. Yeah, totally. You have to, it's funny, man. I'm so with you because of what you're talking about. I like, really, really aggressively put no expectation on it. But the problem I think is, at least for me, and I would guess for a lot of people, like I, even if I'm like not doing anything for my birthday, not telling anyone, I actively know people don't even know. I don't have a Facebook really. So, and I guess I do. I have a fake one and it, but it has a fake birthday on it. So dude, I'm on there every day. You're damn right. Oh, I see it. (laughs) Number one fan. Uh, (laughs) uh, but like, (laughs) 
Hey, you even back then, off Dave. my I just I still subconsciously have an expectation. So it's so hard. Yeah, no. I cannot convince my brain that my birthday doesn't matter, and I want it to not matter so bad. Dude, one of the best was uh, when I was growing up. Uh, I was like twelve, and a kid at my party, like, just started walking home, and it was like. You know, we're in the Virginia woods, basically. So it was like a big, you know, like, where, where's Nick? You know, oh, shit. And like, like, had to like, like track him down the road. And it's, he was just like, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to go home. I, you know, I just, I'm not having fun. And we were like, is it, if, it felt like the attention wasn't on him, basically. Uh, Honestly, as an adult now, I'm like, maybe there was trauma or something. Sure, <laughs> like, you totally yeah. just don't acknowledge as a kid. Yeah. But I remember the conversation basically as a kid being like, Nick's upset because it's your party. Wow. And he's like, you know, oh, uh, no one's into me. Like, I'm going to go huh. home right now. And it was like, I don't know, it kind of ruined the whole party because then everything else was like, how's Nick? Like, what's up, man? Like, you oh, okay? Man. Like. <laughs> Damn, Which is dude. Kind of a classic kid move. Like, damn, like totally. solid. You stole my birthday. Yeah. You stole my birthday, bro. <laughs> that it's funny. It's yeah, that's su- that legitimately sucks. Like, I feel for you as a 12-year-old kid. Cause like that's definitely a thing that some people do. They make things about them. Mm-hmm. Totally like probably like you said, because of trauma, like they don't even mean to, but like yeah. totally <laughs> taking away from a thing that it happens, okay. The adult version of it happens in comedy a lot. Mm. It's very easy for comics to forget that not every day is your day because <laughs> we are all so worried about our careers and it probably happens in so many lines of work. We're like, if you don't feel solid about your career, then at any moment you could randomly remember that you didn't get this thing or that thing and get upset. And then you forget that like, you know, we all get a handful of days to get attention and sometimes it's really high level and it solves this problem for you but sometimes it's just a big show that all your friends come to yeah you know also like Mm -hmm. i gotta say on the other end sometimes when you get attention it feels bad too yeah there's just something about like having focus uh you know put on you or not being put on you i don't know what it is it's some sort of power dynamic that's fucking with your you know your brain but basically i've had so many times where it's like um all the focus is on me, and I want to cry. Yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. Like, it's so upsetting, you know, for any number of reasons. But I don't know. It's like that should be looked at too. Is like a lot of times it's like, um, you know, good news or bad news. Uh, you'd probably, you know, like if you're gonna take things terribly, you're maybe in just a probably bad just spot where exactly. you're like, yeah, exactly. Like your body can't even handle the emotional swings. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Dabbling in bipolar? Is that what? what, Do people just have a smidge of bipolar? You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I guess I don't, I guess I shouldn't have said absolutely because I am not a therapist or psychologist. Whoa. uh, Sorry, dude. Oh. (laughs) But I think so. I mean, it all is just like you for years. Every piece of uh, like every mental health issue is just a collection of 
symptoms. It's like, you know what I mean? So yeah. mm-hmm. you can have light versions of those symptoms for sure. Yeah, what a radically new science that's totally, oh, yeah. totally not Dude, I've been finished. watching Mindhunter. Have you seen Mindhunter on Netflix? Uh, oh, you mean Milf Hunter. That's oh, the, yeah, I've been watching Milf Hunter one. on Pornhub. <laughs> and uh, You have to understand, she has the mind of a milf. <laughs> the bodies have been stacking up and she's been fucking them. <laughs> you have to catch her. Post haste, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> what? Century. So that's just mind <laughs> milf hunter that you just did. <laughs> milf hunter. Milf mind hunter. Milf mind hunter. No, she has there's the a scene in Mind Hunter where uh, one of the they they are like the show is about uh, the behavioral science unit at the FBI in the 70s and 80s who basically invented the idea of serial killers and started talking to serial killers to figure out how they work. They just came and up with it. Like, they just taught them how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but uh, one of them, it's three people in the department and one of them is a lesbian. And don't there's just there. a scene in the show where one of them says they don't know she's gay, but they're talking about a dude that they're trying to catch who they think might be gay. And one of them says, well, you know, if he's gay, then he might have some other uh, mental disorders. <laughs> and the, oh, wow. the lesbian says, um, actually, the DSM just reclassified homosexuality not as a mental health disorder but or not as a deviancy, right. but as a sexuality something. And... Uh, and I was watching that, and I was like, oh, my God, right. It was in the 1980s mm-hmm. that the psychology community decided that being gay wasn't a disease. <laughs> I fucking hadn't thought about that in a long time, dude. That is fucked up. Hug the gay people in your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, the psychology is such a fucking new... <laughs> Field the Wait, DSM. Well, dude. he's gay. Better put leeches on him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, uh, damn. Still full of ghosts. Huh? I don't know. Put him in a barrel. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. Down man. Niagara Falls. Uh, this is science somehow. <laughs> we, we well, we couldn't scare him to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so man. wild, dude. <clears throat> well, Hampton. Oh, buy my album. We should become doctors. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> we should become doctors. No, no, no. Maybe comedy will pan out. Guys, <laughs> buy Dave's album. That's a good point. Uh, it's it's really solid. I love it. Um, all Thank the track you, titles Hampton. are super funny. Oh, thanks. Um, the artwork's beautiful. Uh, and people should get the flip book, right? I mean, that's like the best way to give you that that dough. Yeah, it also is another thing I made. It's a two-way flip book and uh, uh, there's a... Thing I wrote in it. It's a story, a really fucking psychotic story I wrote. Um, oh, Hampton, I keep forgetting. I have. Uh, I it's ha- a gun. I. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know why I keep forgetting to do this. So now, since we're talking about it, I'm gonna just fucking do it. This is for you, dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. By the way, when I said that Dave was really reaching for something, <laughs> I get really, really frustrated. <laughs> I got a little nervous. Dave's been twitchy all pod, you know? Yeah. I don't know where it's going to swing. I mean, this I was is... going to give you both a flip book. Aristotle Holy bought shit. one without fucking telling me. Oh, uh, he straight up bought one, dude. But also, I'm giving one dude, to everyone you. who opened for me at the recordings. So thank you, dude. Truly. Oh, thank Th- you so much. Dude. Your name I, is in there. I've already seen it. I love it. I mean... Oh, Dude, publisher Parish. My boy's a published <laughs> author. There's words in here. This technically counts as a book. <laughs> Did you know that? 
Did you know that you're technically on the same level as Dr. Seuss and like, uh, you know, Yes, I did actually. wrote Ulysses. I am actually here. Trade me for <laughs> this one. Joyce or whatever. Yeah, trade me because that one, the corner's oh, Dave, bent. I don't, nah, sorry. <laughs> corner's bent. Thank you. Dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, that oh, one. Not, and I should throw this in the garbage. I think that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should throw this in the garbage. <laughs> the garbage. Anyway. Well, it's, your flip book, dude? it's solid enough to club a child to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How do it's I huge, listen dude. to it? It's so huge. How do I put this up to my ear? Oh, it's an iPhone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give an iPhone for every order. It's a reverse U2. <laughs> we give you the iPhone if you buy the album. Yeah, my album costs $1,000, and it's also an iPhone. So I don't know a phone, I keep, buy my album. I love putting it up to my ear. Did you ever see that show Roswell? where they? Would you should put it up to your ear because it's an iPhone. <laughs> I never saw Roswell, no. <laughs> they would just like put CDs up to their ears and be like, this is awesome. Like, what? Oh, wow, this band's awesome. What? I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, so now dude. I just constantly, as a, like, it's something I saw as a kid and I just have always done it. Like, I'll do it in front of Georgia, you know? Like, that's yeah. where you do all your A material. <laughs> for Around the your lady? <laughs> The wife gets all the A material. Yeah. But, you know, picking up like a game controller up to my ear and being like, this sounds amazing. Like, <laughs> oh, this band's t- fucking sick. It's, it's funny that you bring this up because, Hampton, the first time I ever heard your first album, I, uh, I just picked up a shell. <laughs> <laughs> and I just held a shell up to my ear. I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Neptune. Of the earth. <laughs> I'll just see myself out of the earth. Of, yeah. That's your suicide That's note. what my suicide note said. I'll see myself out. Jeez. Oh, Do you belay. think you'd uh, write a long note or a short one if you ever did? Uh, yeah. Well, i definitely write a long one because oh, yeah. of how long my I dick mean- is. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back to comedy. Want, You're right. It's not straight too want far. My, my note to be as long as my dick. Yeah. I don't know if well, now I... you're an author, so people well, are expecting... That's true. Some writing... You know. I actually realized after I was done that I had like written this the mm-hmm. story in there. I was like, oh my God, it is a book. Should I? Do I need to get an ISBN number? And I looked it up, and it cost like 150 bucks, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this isn't going to be in any fucking, fucking libraries. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad that it's like, yeah, no. Uh, but you know what would be great also? See, um, and I don't know why I'm putting this on you, but it'd be cool if uh, stories where you do good hair, oh, they, they would carry it. Maybe. Fucking duh. Why didn't I? Sorry. Why they are will you totally. At me? Dad, what? <laughs> <laughs> they will totally do that. No, I wasn't yelling at you. I was yelling at myself. I'm yelling with you, son. <laughs> no, like I was exclaiming. I'm so I'm sorry. I did I sound like I was yelling I'm, at you? Dude, oh, okay, good, you. good, dude, good, dude, good, good, good. Uh I I just can't believe I didn't think of that. How it only just occurred to me. I literally go there every week and it's a bookstore and they love me. They'll totally sell it. I'm gonna do that. That's great. And you can always point it out your show, be like, I got it right there. That's so smart. Sorry. All right. <laughs> This is blowing my mind. How did I not think of it? This is, I run a weekly show at a bookstore and I've done that for five years. And uh, you just had to have this random thought like, hey, what if you, I'm so stupid. (laughs) Meanwhile, Hampton has a fucking like 
elephant suitcase of cassettes. <laughs> I can't, I got an albatross around my fucking neck. That you know what? Make a casket out of all the cassettes I still have. For my third album. What's weird about it is that you've been running a show at a tape store. I know. For- <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Dave, shut up! <laughs> That's the best idea ever! <laughs> I'm going to suck your dick right now. Dude, you- I actually am going to suck your dick right now. Do you think Georgia would mind? Do you think she would mind? Answer. She would be really turned on. She would absolutely love that. Well, no, thank and you, I'm, Ben. I'm totally putting her on blast. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm blasting my wife right now. Oh wow! With this information, I'm I'm putting her on blast. Hey, well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, sir, sir, when I put her on blast, <laughs> all of a sudden you can put her on. It's wrong. I'm, are you putting her on Baja blast? <laughs> Drink Mountain Dew, everybody. Uh, Make sure you go to Taco I used Bell. To love that fucking shit. Really? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Damn. And recently I did go back to Taco Bell and I got like one of those uh, grilled like burritos. The shit I used to eat like uh, all the time when I was like aggressively gaining weight. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I was just thinking real, about yesterday. Yeah. What was it that I saw? I saw something. Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking about Super Smash Brothers and how like this thing happened in American culture where like for some reason it didn't occur to us until like five, ten years ago that all the stuff we liked would be cool if we just smashed them all the fuck together. (laughs) And Smash Brothers exists, and now like you can get a taco where the shell is made out of Doritos. It's just like... (laughs) the simulation is breaking down. I mean, this is like what Disney's basically doing with their like open playground (laughs) approach to everything, where they're like, I guarantee you, basically, after they finish this run of Marvel movies, they'll probably reformat everything like 20 years from now where it's like Star Wars and like Avengers are the same movie. Oh yeah. They're like kind of already setting up the precedent of like we just merge properties all the time like why isn't uh, there a Han Solo versus Spider-Man yet? You know what I mean? Give it 20 years. <laughs> I I know. It yeah. It's just going <laughs> to No one's going to write anything new starting like a year and a half from well, now. Well like what is Disney going to make less money? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're about to kill Netflix. I guarantee you Netflix will be dead in like five years. You think so? Yeah, they, like a bunch of shit recently with like, uh, like already the Disney package was looking really great, but now they're offering a deal where it's like going to be incredibly cheap for a long time. Oh my <laughs> like, God. They're basically trying to underbid Netflix right away because Netflix is getting to be about almost 20 bucks a month. And it's it? like... For what? You know, to watch like Chappelle's 17th special where he's like, why would you be gay? <laughs> yeah. what? DC's gay now. It's different. <laughs> I don't like it. Why aren't you me? Why aren't I, you me? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm looking directed at the camera. I don't understand why everybody isn't me. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, is Netflix almost 20 bucks? I yeah, like, it's like 18 for me right now and Really? Maybe that's with tax, but I mean, yeah. I feel like I pay 10. Do you have a multiple screens one? I do have multiple oh, screens. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know I have one screen and it's so annoying. If my roommate's watching a movie, I'll go into my room and then I'm like, "Fuck." But then I don't want to pay more. I just don't ah, want to pay shit, anymore. You're right. Maybe it's because I'm living living dude, the highlights yeah, with man. the multiple screens. Yeah, I've been mean to bring this up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 here we are. Yeah, man, with your two-screen Netflix and your dirty Prius, man, fuck you. <laughs> you rich boy. 
<laughs> I don't know why I had to say rich, dirty Prius. That was a little rude. Wow. <laughs> a little rude of me. It is incredibly dirty. It is dirty, I'm though. Like, <laughs> so did you see it when you walked up? Yeah, and I was like, damn. No, you're fucking with me. I mean, you can't tell how dirty it is, but I saw it, and separately I know that it's dirty inside. <sighs> yeah. But it's, an, uh, it's nice, you know? <laughs> ben yeah, Avery's- Dave, well, I've got Netflix on multiple screens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you took it down to one screen, you could you could afford a clean fucking hybrid. You know, man, this is a this is a deep question. <laughs> what we value in life, uh, uh, yeah, we should get into our thing. Dude. Let's take a break. And uh, Dave, when we come back, we're going back to Chernobyl. Back, back, back. to Noble, Noble, <laughs> the Nob. <laughs> Dude, Tupac was from Chernobyl. Yeah. Like he, that was where music came from. Uh, we're going to be talking about somebody who was in the show Chernobyl. He was one of the characters. He was Ooh. a real guy. Uh, he did end his life, and it is related, basically, to the whole Chernobyl incident. And it's very interesting. His name is Valery Legasov, and uh, we'll talk some other shit and then talk okay. about him. All right, All right. cool. <laughs> See you. Yeah, so my plan is basically to take the Joker trailer footage and just put the, so you had a bad day, you had a bad day. Uh, The only reason I'm not dying laughing is I already did that when he told me off mic. Yeah, let's do this. That's a commitment, guys. I will probably get lazy and not follow through, but that's my promise to you. Half-assing. Just call it noise too. (laughs) How dare you? Noise too. How dare you? Noise too. How dare you? Noise. Um, noise is just another uh, piece of footage I put up online. Uh, piece Dave, of footage. It's a piece of art. I gotta say, piece. Of, it's a piece of art. It is a pizza art. Piece of art from a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a pizza shit. I'm a pizza shit. So I'm, you're a pizza shit. I'm looking at your book. This is a pizza art. Thank and, you. Um, okay. Thank you, uh, I'm gonna start. You're at, a pizza work at the beginning. <laughs> Are you are you reading it? I'm trying. <laughs> sorry. I thought you were gonna teach me how to read, oh, oh, Dave. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sound it out. Sound it out. What does L sound like? L. L. Love. Yes. The fall love. <laughs> um, fall love, boy. <laughs> yeah, it says fall love boy. Uh, uh, I just thought it'd be so funny if like you handed this to one of your friends and they just immediately they were can't like, read. They put on like yeah the glasses and everything and just like okay here we go with Dude, do you remember that like I'm R. Kelly? You give it to R. Kelly. What a, you give it to R. Kelly? Yeah, R. Kelly. All right. Uh, well, we have R. Kelly on the program tonight. <laughs> And uh, we're gonna kill him. <laughs> uh, guys, that's not that's, funny. Don't kill people. It's a reference to our first Patreon episode where R. Kelly famously cannot Can't read. read. Cannot read. <laughs> Wait, um, yeah, what was that? What the fuck? With was the I book, say, dude? giving it. Oh yeah. Do you remember in school? Um, you know, everyone 
in public school was just at very varying levels of being able to absorb information. And we all just like learned at the average speed. Mm -hmm. And I remember like a big thing that would happen in English classes or whatever class you had to read in, they would like have different kids in the class read. And some of the kids in the class were so slow and bad at it because they were just like, it was just a, either a thing they were bad at or they had a slight learning disability or a big learning disability or they just weren't there yet. We're well, all at, like I, I said, know. varying levels of understanding this shit. And it was so awful. Looking back, I just want to be like, would no school ever <laughs> do that, please? Because Let's come up with a better system than so public. You're like you know. publicly shaming this kid that's yeah. not there at the same place as the dude sitting behind I him. Mean, <laughs> it's almost unfair that it's comedy gold every time. See, that's the problem too. Somebody struggling to read mm-hmm. is yeah. just oddly so funny. <laughs> to yeah. hear out loud someone struggling, uh, it's hard to put into words. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like how it's like how yes, you it's completely sympathize, but then when you see it, you're like, ah, oh, shit. No, I'm being like a, when you I'm see being a, a total dick. Yeah. I when mean, you see a kid fall off a bike you know you're like oh that hurt but (laughs) it's a good point i I mean we could definitely be doing a lot of different things with um school it's fucked up dude that is so shitty so many times i would be in class and someone be reading slow and then the person behind them is like kicking their chair and being like (laughs) pick it up and oh god (laughs) and then we're all it's the bully so we're all scared of that dude no one's fucking saying anything it's a fucking school sucks dude i don't know that guy sounds kind of cool (laughs) Learning is good and school is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Not all school is bad. Let's start our own. I had some cool teachers. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. People who reached you for for example, Mister Sex and Mrs. Weed (laughs) and (laughs) Doctor Feel Good. (laughs) Yeah, Um, cool. (laughs) My guidance counselor, Doctor Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I went to the school of hard knocks. I to think, no, that was the school of hard knockers. <laughs> I went to the school of hard boobs. What is this fucking podcast? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just agreed no, that I it was funny kinda, to laugh at slow reading. I started thinking about you saying just that you had good mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah, and uh, something that's come up recently is like Georgia was kind of looking at like you know the idea of becoming a teacher, just like looking into it. And we were having this conversation, and she was like, don't, uh, don't you remember in school how, you know, you'd, you, like, really wanted the teacher to think you were cool? And wow. I was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, that's absolutely adorable. not. And I was like... That's the sweetest thing I've ever I heard. I was like, I, was, I tried to mentally break so many teachers. And yeah. I used to enjoy making them cry <laughs> and just being like, I won. You know, like you forced me to be here. I don't want to be here. Yeah, and I right. just made the cop cry, basically. Wow, know? <laughs> I wasn't that. I was trying to disappear. <laughs> that too. I mean, <laughs> you know, you you want to basically just not be there. Yeah, uh, that was my experience. So exactly, I was like, and uh, at, through conversation, I was like, oh, you went to like a small like Canadian farming town like right. high school it was like degrassi like but right. nicer like, it was just like people being with polite problems right <laughs> i mean i will also say i was super good at school oh, until damn it. college yeah sorry i got really good grades it all like came to me really easily and that's why even then i remember like being totally aware that it was like I didn't do anything to get good at that. It was just a thing I was good at. And uh, and so I'm like in classes with people reading slow and just being like, 
this is fucked up for both of us, man. They feel like shit, and I'm bored. Yeah. And like, fuck I mean, this, dude. Give this kid a gun. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, what, are, what are we all waiting for? <laughs> give him a gun now. He's man. He's going to be bullied into it years later. And it's also like, there are so many, I just do want to stress, just to make it clear my perspective on this, that I'm not some kind of bully. There, some of my best friends were the so like some of the smartest people I've ever met were just bad at school, and it was so that was the most mind blowing thing. You, you said you were bad at school, right? Yeah. I mean, you're super smart, and fucking uh, like, okay, sure, maybe you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> like, comics. you know what? You're ugly, but wait, are you dumb? Dumb. Oh wait, but okay, dumb and ugly, <laughs> dumb, ugly, Hampton, Hampton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're gross and useless. Go. No, man, like, I actually, I feel this way about a lot of comics. I know a lot of comedians who were bad at school, and they just, like, fucked off as a result and hated it. It's just I hated that it was forced. I, yeah. I hated well, getting up in the morning, all that But shit. I guess my point is, like, to be a comedian, to be a good comedian, you got to be smart. you got to be able to, like, analyze the world <laughs> and, like, write about it, and that's really difficult. And, like, I guess, okay, this is what I'm trying to say. When I think of someone who's smart, I think of someone who can, who can like, spar mentally. And uh, who can like talk and understand what's happening and go back and forth with other people who think mm -hmm. and talk. Mm -hmm. And I, the, that, the, those were the people I hung out with in school, and a lot of them were bad at school. And that's fucking crazy. That means that school is just fucked up. <laughs> they just do it wrong. You And some you, of the yeah, dumbest I mean, people I've ever met were straight A students. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I just wanted to go on that rant because it's a thing that frustrates me. <laughs> we can move on. School sucks. Get a job. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. You, it's what we're working with, so you got to try to be good at it. And, you know, if you're good at it, thumbs up. I was good at it, and my life is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, oddly, I've been seeing a lot of high school students listen to us. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Everything's just really bad. I don't know. We're also, yeah, we're not professionals and don't take our advice, but I, I am frustrated with the school system. Teachers don't get paid enough. Why am I saying any of this? <laughs> I'm so mad about it, though. Anyway, let's move on, please, uh, before I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if I just wasn't even here. And yeah. This is still how you're doing. You're like, like, Who keeps bringing this up? Anyway, let's talk about it. Aristotle's <laughs> not here. Is this being recorded? Are you recording this still? Dude, is this a wire? <laughs> Aristotle, are That's you a my cop? favorite bit. Are you oh, a cop man. cat? Are you a cop cat? Are you Comcast? Killer? Are you <laughs> Comcast? <laughs> Do you work for Comcast? So wait, we're talking about Chernobyl, the yeah. nuclear reactor that killed itself? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> for real, uh, <laughs> mental health and suicide prevention—it really affects our uh, buildings, and we have to, we have to <laughs> yeah, think about that. Um, yeah, I want to get back in the zone of thinking about that show. I I loved it. I just haven't really thought about it too I much. I love that show, and I do realize that a lot of it really was like um, a dramatization. You know, like a lot of characters were like compressed, a couple other, you know, like real life people compressed into one person. Yeah. Basically, that woman who constantly is saying the right things. Uh, oh, she was a group of people. Yeah, she was like yeah. all of science. Right. <laughs> like, totally. was like, yeah. uh, it's her. <laughs> they needed a, a like, a it was Ms. conversational <laughs> representation of the entire scientific community. Dude, it was Miss Doubtfire. It was Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> Everyone's skin is burning. <laughs> God. 
No better way to make something awful silly than just insert Mrs. Doubtfire. She doesn't have the cream on her face. Her face is just melting. I put this cream on my face to cover my fucked up face. <laughs> I'm a friend of mine. They should have called that face. show the fucked up face. But how that show starts mm-hmm. is they're doing the shot of um, a guy giving kind of like a recording. Head. Oh. He's doing. He's doing like a podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's podcasting yeah. himself. Um, uh, what's his nuts? What's his nuts? What's Valerie. His I just want to call him Valerie this this rest of this time because his last name's tripping me up. Legazov. Valerie Legazov. Legazov is his name. Yeah. And that's the well, guy. I wish his legs were on. <laughs> Good night, folks. Uh, <laughs> donate to the Patreon. Send a, one bullet to my house. Uh, <laughs> my Valerie Leg is off. Valerie Leg is off. Okay. Okay. Uh, his legs are no. I'm checking. His legs are on. Leg. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Weird. weird Sorry. Name. Weird name, man. It's back. They flipped it. <laughs> and it sounds like this dude was just like a Dave, really good at school. Uh, <laughs> I a- sucked at college, though. I was good at high oh, school, really? bad at college. Yeah, because you had to do your homework. No, and you I just had to that. go on like panty raids. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Keggers, dude. <laughs> that's how you pass. <laughs> did you graduate college? I did, but the only reason I graduated college in four years was because of all my AP credits. I like kept dropping classes and shit and mm. AP credits uh, were like a lot of them transferred over and I just, yeah, I just wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. But that's like a whole other story. <laughs> no, I'm happy I, I went I mean, College was like, uh, <laughs> it was hard, hard for me too. And I mean, uh, me being a scientist like this motherfucker furthest thing. I also don't want to diminish. Brain. I don't know. For some reason, the way I'm talking about this, the reason I'm hemming and hawing is I'm worried that I'm coming off as someone who is either saying, being smart is bullshit or being stupid makes you is bullshit and you mm. suck or something. And I'm, mm. it's just, I just appreciate you, whatever you are. And I wish that the world would try to focus on enhancing where you're coming from and then focusing on helping you become the best version of you while simultaneously helping you deal with the world. So like, dude, if you're good at school, the fucking rules run with that. But if you're not, you're, you can still Dollar. be great. And I fucking hate that school operates based on just making it easy for those of us who are set up to just get it and just throwing it in the face of people where it's a little harder for them. I fucking hate that. Yeah, I mean, there's really no like uh, inherent virtue to yeah. that pa- life path over the other one. It, there isn't. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like go to college for what? So that you can become like a banker and like fraud people. And Dude, shit, exactly. You know like, and, I, like, and I'll it, say it this, really, man. Like, there's no specific job or life path that's inherently better. And it's just like what works for you and does give you like, you know, and the people around you, good stuff makes you able to like be feel fulfilled and be good to people. And here's another thing. I will say there is a big downside to being good at school, uh, like primary school and high school. I like did, I did my work, but I didn't have to try that hard to figure shit out. And what that meant, for me was that I had to learn how to work hard later. They should have done shit for me that forced me to work hard because working hard is what life's about. It really is. That's the good shit. That's what makes you feel good. Like it creates a result where you feel fulfilled and I just didn't have to. And then I had to later in life and I ended up from like 
17 to 25 just being kind of a piece of shit so who didn't you, try. Do you feel like you should have been put in more advanced classes when you were, you know, the shining student? Like they yes. should have worked you harder. They should have done that. And they should focus. I think that, that school should find what you're the best at and and focus on that. And then jacking also find off. Jack, and, number one for me. Number one. And Gym then, and jacking off. And then also find things that you're bad at. Like they should jacking have found things that were a challenge for me. Like I'll I'll bet you like for example, I am horrible at working on cars, and I would have fucking been miserable that, if that was a class. Isn't that hysterical? <laughs> like in like Greece or something, where like, oh, this is a class. You just build a car. <laughs> like, Why isn't in, that like, a fucking class? In like movies, I, yeah, <laughs> I was like what class is? This? Yeah, that's true. Cool. Sign me up. Yeah. Build a fucking yeah. muscle car. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this guy with no legs. Yeah, was arts and crafts. <laughs> Valerie, no legs. Valerie, legs on. Leg is off. Um, <laughs> and he's basically rewarded for being such a smart guy all his life. Uh, he's like me, which is good, <laughs> which makes me better. Uh, he's getting basically his study in inorganic uh, chemistry, and uh, he's working a lot with, of course, the state because. The thing about the way the Soviet uh, Union was working at the time is like anyone smart is just like, oh, the government's like, okay, so you're with us. This is, you know, there's no like independent yeah. research really going on. It's just like, how does the government start using this very smart guy? Right. And um, he was great in the show, like where it was just like. Who was he? What was his character? In, uh, in Chernobyl, he was the guy who was uh, the scientist they bring in who they don't want to listen to. And he's like, you know, we're just we're just us standing here. We're dead within like you know ten years or whatever. Uh, just oh. standing this close to that explosion and that you know cloud. Oh, was that Jared Harris? His character? Yeah, it was this uh, this guy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, the main character. Yeah, basically the main character. Dude, that fucking actor is so good. They kind of play Jared Harris. Play him off that other guy, uh, and so I wanted to make sure it was. Uh, yeah, and that other the guy is is what St- Stellan Skarsgård, right? Yeah, he's great. Great show. <laughs> Home box office. Uh, it is a great show. I mean, it definitely deals with like um, a lot of weird uh, ethical dilemmas, you know, like pride and kind of like obligation to country and like things. Right. Uh, also, like the the greater good. And all those sorts of things. And so the show picks up as he's recorded all these um, he's, these podcasts. You know, he started podcasting yeah, about totally. all the shit that was really going on. You know? So this uh, reactor exploding <laughs> kind of made it weird. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> I saw a melted woman today. <laughs> yeah, no, Ira Glass covering Chernobyl. He goes, on This American Death. Take one part nuclear explosion, one part silo r- erupting. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. uh, and one part hit TV show. <laughs> one part hit TV show. What have you got? Chernobyl. No, no, you wouldn't say what do you got. You go, Chernobyl. It's a show. We've been watching it. <laughs> like, be a little bit more direct with it. Um, so uh, oh, We're hoping that by the end of this episode, Chernobyl becomes my noble. <laughs> Well, he was like trying to get all this information that was basically not. Who was? Be- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Valerie Ira Glass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was mm-hmm. trying to record all this like information that was basically being suppressed, and I think that's a really hard 
job when you're a very smart person to be put in this dynamic that it's like you just work for the government because yeah. you're smart. But then they're also constantly being like, shut up, nerd. Yeah. Shut up. Ooh. The way that that show portrayed <laughs> it was glasses. so. I, it's so funny how, like, that doesn't stop happening, too. Yeah. They, like, well, you're a scientist. And, yeah, tell us what's wrong. And then you say what's wrong. <laughs> and they're like, that's <laughs> bullshit. And it's uh, not <laughs> the answer we're supposed to have. Because you're supposed right. to have, like, results. Right. Um, it's really interesting how a lot of, like, um, these dynamics, you know, kind of all evolved out of World War II and like how systems of government decided to start manipulating people. Russia really chose this whole thing of like the state has to like be beyond question. Yeah. You know, like there's just no like, you know, it always goes up to the higher up and then, you know, this 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 uh, keeps just going up to like. The, yeah. who was ever in charge not wanting to upset them so you're constantly not wanting to upset your boss right <laughs> so, so you just scream at the person beneath you to change their answer change the answer fuck dude so people just start dying until you're just like one person finally is like listen uh, wow right yeah and he was kind of the guy who like they just couldn't not ignore him I mean it's you know it's a nuclear reactor explosion so it's like they know something's fucked up yeah um Pretty interesting. Recently, there was an explosion in Russia that they're still trying to like. I know, and out. they lied about it a few times. <laughs> it's crazy, ah, dude. Classic, man. I know. Yeah, it's so it's fun. scary. Shit doesn't change. 40, yeah, forty years later, it's, it's like the same. <laughs> it's oh, really interesting the phenomenon of like people not believing scientists. I, I can't really put my finger on like what I'm trying to articulate with that. No, it's. Scary. It's, it's scary. I mean, our version of it right now that we're dealing with in America is climate change. I mean, it's just yeah. literally like it's weird with them because they are um, very smart uh, Russians and they're not very religious for the most part, right? You know, and it's like our kind of suppression of a lot of scientific thought has come from religious organizations, right? right. <laughs> and there's his nationalism. Yeah, and the, cli wow. the climate change thing right now is playing out with this because a lot of the people who don't believe in climate change are like evangelicals across right. the country because it's this position you can always fall back on of like God, you know, God has a plan. So either he's taking care of it or it's none of my business. But yeah, it's, it's just like, if that's happening, then it's, it's the apocalypse or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Which Man. case I'll be raptured up. It's like this is like literally how a cult member would talk. If you really listen totally. to any grandmother explain her politics, <laughs> it just starts to sound like a cult member explaining his like suicide plans. And you're like, yeah, what? <laughs> this is, by the way, we've gotten messages from people who uh, have faith, people who um, are Shout Christian, out. different versions of Christianity and other faiths, and uh, who have asked like why we give religion so much shit. And again, oh, I just do want sure. to repeat, obviously, we accept you and however yeah. you uh, choose to look at life and God in the world. But I will say, one of the reasons Hampton and I give Christianity and other religions shit is that they are anti being real about climate change. That's where <laughs> it's a like lot truly of like hurting the us. Money is coming from. <laughs> yeah. And it's but I will say it's like of course like I I would say It doesn't mean totally, all Christians are like that. There's tons of Christians fuck, who man. totally believe in global warming and are doing everything they can and you know they mm. recycle and uh <laughs> they, do. they recycle. They recycle. Christians recycle, uh, man. They'll, they'll like look at a flower <laughs> be like, "Hey, thumbs up. Cool." Yeah, Good, totally. Job. Um all the I environment think smog stuff is bad. 
They'll suck off a dolphin, <laughs> all the cool shit. Absolutely, dude. Um, Conservation is shit. <laughs> Blow a dolphin. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. a duck. My thing is just people who are going <laughs> to kill us all, you know, through like bad rhetoric and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, it's beyond you, man. Like, I'm, I just, I don't want to get hotter. <laughs> I want the hurricanes to stop and I want the, like, the. Yeah. Uh, climate fluctuations to stop. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we're also kind of fucked. So that's the thing is like... As well, we a could person, try, though, is what's fucked up about it. We could make mm-hmm. huge concerted efforts, and we're not uh-huh. because of what you're talking about. It's really fucking annoying. Do you think so? I feel like m- my gut is that I'm like, I think it's too far gone. Yeah. The world. I mean, but what's too far gone? Even if it's so far gone that we mm-hmm. won't be able to like stave off global warming that's basically right I'm at with that. we could still start mm. working on it totally so we could either accept that in 50 years the whole world will be a fucking desert and mm. start dealing with that or maybe start trying to make our time on this earth last as long as humanly possible as either humanly way possible. you could do exactly <laughs> there you go. yeah i don't give a shit about squirrels <laughs> <laughs> well it's like no one's gonna save us and it is up yeah. to us and i you know what my fear is like i really am like that's dis- <laughs> <laughs> i'm a criminal in gotham city i heard there's a giant one they say he's been punching criminals on the noggin the giant bit um <laughs> But, uh, a bit that punches. That's so funny. Like, what if Batman was just so wrong? He's like, they're superstitious. And of course, they're afraid of bats. So he just like walks out. And he's like, look at this fucking piece of shit. Right. <laughs> he's laughing. Wow. Ah, they just start laughing hysterically. <laughs> hey, wait, I can't. He can't. That get is kind of what would happen. I mean, the thing is that he. Listen. The thing with Batman is that he uh, he kicks ass. You know. So that's scary. Yeah, I'm a ninja. But it's true. It's like <laughs> I'm a ninja for no reason. It's not because he's dressed as a bat that they're scared. That's not why. <laughs> right? It's <laughs> a guy here to kick your ass. It's a rich that's, guy. It's yeah. a rich ninja beating you. People that get sucks. scared of Chuck Norris, and he looks like Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Like, you know I mean? like it's all about showing up to kick your ass. Yeah, dude. You could lose the whole bat thing. <laughs> This is Batman's agent. Like, I don't know if you know this, Batman. No, but uh, they're like scared of you beating them to death. No, everyone's afraid of bats. No, they Big are bats. not. They think I'm a bat. They don't. No, they think I'm a bat. Like, <laughs> the whole fight. It's not they, even a problem. They don't think you're a bat, Batman. You just look. Joker and, thinks I'm honestly, a bat. Honestly, and could the no, Joker thinks I'm a bat. No, he does. Well, maybe that's true. <laughs> He's pretty nuts. See? See? <laughs> it's starting to work. People no. are starting to believe. Batman, Batman, <laughs> listen to me very carefully. And look, because it's uh, no... Uh, kudos to you. Good on you. Uh, you know, you are a ninja uh, for sure. Oh yeah. and, the, and you can hurt people with your hands. <laughs> but that's what people don't like. They don't care about the bad thing. The bad thing's actually kind of cute. They make funny. They make fun of you. You know how you say I can hurt people <laughs> with hands? Well, you can hurt people with words. <laughs> Did you go to ninja word school to be a word ninja of hate? Because <laughs> I will not be a shining star brought down by you, oh, sir. Oh, man. Damn. That might be the funniest thing that ever happened on the podcast. No, 
time we talked about suicide was pretty funny. <laughs> we did do that a lot. That was a bit we would not shut the fuck up about. No. Wow, Anton. God damn. <laughs> All right. We're done. <laughs> Man, Hampton, how are we going to keep talking about history after that really good bit? I feel like <laughs> if you were here for the suicide history, you're not here anymore. <laughs> the only thing we have left on this episode are people that want to hear Batman-based humor. It's going to take us a bit to get back into the histories, man. I mean, I mean that was a good-ass bit, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a solid fucking comedy bit. Comedy right. bit. All right, let's think Comedy about this. Comedy uh, Valerie. Comedy uh, Leg is off. Uh, he had both legs. Uh, he was basically he trying to bring down of his, the criminal out of his empire. penis. <laughs> <laughs> and he poo-pooed out of his butt. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Guys, if you're feeling sad, have you ever tried making a poo-poo? Yeah, maybe a poo-poo out maybe of your butt. Maybe you got a shit. Yeah. Maybe you just have to shit. Maybe you got a poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> No, we can do it. No, just be serious. Be serious. Be serious. Be serious. <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Valerie, Valerie. Legazov. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was just talking about um, him uh, talking in depth about what was the problem with uh, the reactor explosions. And it getting thrown in his face by the government. Yeah, yeah, the, them just trying to not talk about it and suppress it and really treat this like it was some sort of one-off thing. And he was very like stressed because he's like, no, this is a problem that's in all of our reactors. And the problem is like we are outdated and we are doing like um, bad science, basically. Right. We, we haven't built the machines like correctly. Right. And it was like, you know, it's like something that to him was like, I wish I could physically just go... You know, Do change it. those machines because he like saw the like inherent problem that like you know needed to um, change. But he was like, wasn't it? Um, I mean, in the show, mm -hmm. what they said happened was there was some mechanism in the reactor design. It was like a failsafe, a button you could push that would completely shut the whole reactor down and cool everything right away using this like whatever substance boron or something that cooled it all. But the, I'm going to fuck it up, but the screws on this system were made of graphite, which is the like heating element. And so, and they did that to save money. So they pressed this fail safe to shut the reactor down and graphite was sent to the reactor and it fucking exploded. And uh, I definitely messed that up, but I guess like, it's mm. so funny to, to like know that's the problem and uh, you have pinpointed it. You are aware of this science. You say it to them, and you're like, this is going to happen to literally every other reactor we have. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. It's like he, he was basically the key member of a government commission formed to investigate the causes of the disaster and the plan... Uh, and to plan the mitigation of its consequences. So it's like his job is to be the detective of this crime right. scene. And he's not allowed to be like... Uh, the murderer is still out there. Wow. You know? Right. Well, because the, what they want, they wanted to hire some, they thought his job was to say it wasn't their fault. They wanted an official statement saying yeah. they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he basically was like, um, uh, I think this whole death was a bit of like an act of defiance, where it's like the tapes would be discovered. Oh, that's right. And, he, yeah. What did he take tapes of? Um, him just talking about the entire truth of like what was the problem, what's going on with all the other reactors, and like right. what needs to change. Uh, but again, he was being suppressed. So his whole thing was like to save lives. I'm gonna like 
die so this information gets out. Wow. Didn't he, wasn't he silenced in some way before, like, he was under house arrest or some shit? Like, he wasn't, oh, man. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know about that, but I, I think so in a formal, like, his, his main interaction is just with the government. So it's like he's being picked up by soldiers and everything all the time, like, not being allowed to talk to the press or the public in any way. That would yeah, make sense. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to contain his thoughts entirely. Yeah. Man, that's really interesting. I think that, first of all, we're kind of going on the assumption that you've seen the show. Uh, you should definitely see the show if you can. It's really good. One of the things that I really loved about it was how gray it was. They did such a good job of matching the... Uh, the tone of the content, hmm. like the emotional tone with the literal visual tone of the show. It was just grays kind and browns. Kind of a browns. gray area. Yeah. Totally, <laughs> like, man. Like their ethics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Here, I'm just going to read the Wikipedia on his death because this is uh, interesting. So <clears throat> to get the date right, on uh, April 27th, 1988, one day after the second anniversary of the Chernobyl nuclear power plant accident, and one day before he was due to announce his results of the investigation into uh, the causes of the disaster, Legazov committed suicide by hanging himself um, in his apartment. A personal pistol was found in a drawer, but he uh, hung himself. Uh, and this was not Legazov's first suicide attempt. Uh, Doctor oh. uh, David R. Ma uh, Marples has suggested that the adversity of the Chernobyl disaster on Legazov's psychological state was the factor that led to his decision to commit suicide. Before his suicide, Legazov wrote documents revealing previously undisclosed facts about the catastrophe. And according to an analysis of the recording of uh, of those recordings, uh, Legazov claims political pressure censored the mention of Soviet nuclear secrecy in his report to the IAEA. I don't know that organization. <clears throat> a secrecy which forbade even plant operators having knowledge of previous accidents and known problems with reactor design. So this is just kind of... Um, I think he was like probably dying also like if he really was going close to Definitely. Chernobyl. Like every... <laughs> not everyone, but like there was just a ton of like... So we're talking about a guy who is cancer victims, you know, like he has all every suicide history we've talked about on this show that we've been doing for two years. He has all of the reasons every, each individual had combined into one person. He had <laughs> health problems that were small. killing him. Yeah. <laughs> health was killing yeah. him. He was like, he was like drowning in societal and governmental and work pressure. Yeah. He was also a pariah. He was separate. He was basically silenced and separated from his people. Yeah. And he clearly had depression. <laughs> <laughs> like on top of all these things. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can't believe he lasted that long. That is a person who managed their issues for a while. Yeah. And I wish he had for longer, obviously. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like the whole thing's kind of a big fuck up. And I mean, um, it was a lot. A lot of it sounds out of his hands. Uh, but um, his decision was in his, you know, in his hands, of course. But I mean, like, I don't know when you are dealing in kind of a almost secret society kind of situation. Um, I can't even imagine 
the pressures of being the one to like save all these people's lives by treating the reactor situation and like them being suppressed, trying to help other people. Like, yeah, it's more pressure than being the president <laughs> it's yeah. like, or whoever is in control of manipulating all of that. You know, it's like, yeah, you're well, the doctor. You're the you can just get blamed. That's what makes the pressure the worst. Mm-hmm. When you're you're the one that has the information and is being asked the questions, and they're the ones with the power, they can just blame you if they want. Yeah, that's fucked it's up. Man. That's so much <laughs> stress. Uh, I can't wait to start that society <laughs> oh, where you're in charge. <laughs> when I'm in charge. When I'm in charge, everyone's gonna get a pizza. <laughs> Vote for me for Vote student for council. Me. We're going to have recess every class. <laughs> English class will change to video games class. We're going to shave the principal's head. <laughs> <laughs> He's an idiot. Man, that is um, that is so... It's funny, I hadn't... So the show opens with that character killing himself. That's the first thing that happens. I, it's just him doing the recordings that I, I think at the very end of the show is when they reveal like... He killed himself. Oh, I thought it was right away. Did they tell you right away? I think so, but maybe not. I got to rewatch that shit. That plus O.J. Simpson. I really (laughs) hadn't thought about how much pressure that dude was dealing with. And to hear that he had some emotional distress separately from that. That's a difficult life, man. That's really... And to think that like... How many you're like coughing up blood and stuff and your health probably sucks. Yeah. Like the government's like, go look at the reactor. <laughs> like, but I was told it's on it's smoking, and therefore if I go near it, I just as a scientist know I'll be killed. Like, I mean, you know, we are like, go. <laughs> it's funny because now the way that America deals with shit like that is less direct. <laughs> America doesn't just straight up say, Don't tell people that information. What they do is though, they they go out of their way to deflate the importance of that information. And the reason I know that that's true is that we are living in a country where we are actively separating children from their families in order to deal with our, quote, immigrant problem. And and I'm not constantly screaming about that, and neither are you. You know what I mean? Like, we, this is a yeah. real thing that everyone mm-hmm. deals with. And I guess what I'm saying is, like, obviously we're not dealing with a reactor meltdown, but we do live oh, in a society yeah. where we are surrounded by stress that we did not choose or create. And it is something to pay attention to hmm. when you're someone who has emotional distress. You Dude, know? imagine how people in Russia feel right now. I'm saying. Where there's an explosion and you're yeah. like, oh, like that last one where everything worked out. Right. Dude. <laughs> where it worked the out so like, well no. for us. HBO put us on blast. Yeah. Guys, they're making fun of us on the Game of Thrones network. I just watched it. What if, okay, wait, what if what just happened in Russia, mm-hmm. HBO did that to create season <laughs> two. <laughs> Season two, everyone gets superpowers. <laughs> oh boy, I just been to Chernobyl. <laughs> I knew I got the superpowers. <laughs> fleeing it in the east. Why is this guy Scottish? I've been watching Dairy Girls a lot recently. <laughs> what is that? It's a show on uh, Netflix. Uh, it's actually okay. really funny. Okay, Dairy Girls. Yeah, it's right. about like North Ireland, so they're just next to Scotland. Sure. Everybody, Erin, you're doing an ex- absolute feat right now. <laughs> what a 
it's alright, it was just a Chanel bottle. <laughs> when they came out there with the, with the wee lasses, <laughs> they shrunk the lasses with the radiation at the Chanel bottle. <laughs> it's like, it's an addictive wow. voice. It's addictive. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of fun. That's a good time. Uh, I had a lot of fun. And let's uh, promo the show in Houston. Yeah. yeah. Guys, come see us in Houston September 28th. It's on my fucking birthday. <laughs> That's right. Bring me presents. I'm a birthday zilla. <laughs> uh, yeah, September 28th, Secret Group in Houston. Come to that show. Um, buy Dave's album. Buy my uh, buy fucking album. Sex.guns.beer. Uh, check out my album. Check out Chris Charpentier's album still. We were uh, really happy to have him for that awesome two-parter episode. Totally. God, that was so uh, great, man. We like making the show so much that we have Patreon episodes. Uh, they're just like random fucking shit. It's random. It is. It's really funny. Yeah, they're definitely like, we'll theme each episode, but it's like if you enjoy a little bit of the comedy stylings. <laughs> Of David Ross and Hampton. It's true. It's patreon.com slash suicide buddies. Up on Patreon now, um, there is another solo buddies and another bonus buddies um, because it's been two weeks since we had a real episode. Um, Yeah. And also, I want to shout out, uh, we have a Gmail that people can write to us for episode suggestions or just reach out to us at buddies, buddies, buddies at Gmail. And there's a Facebook group where, you know, people like to talk about the pod and everything. Yeah. uh, Check us out. Join the community. Write us. We love to hear from you. You're the best fans on earth. Um, Bye-bye. Glad you're alive. Ooh, that was an episode of Suicide Buddies. Ooh, it is rough. I know we got a little deep. We got a little dank. We got a little bit of dark. And we just want you to know, Dave and I, that we don't really take this that lightly. We realize that a lot of people are struggling out there. And we want you to know that if you are dealing with these dark thoughts right now, it would be great if you could call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. And they have the resources to help you deal with this in a little bit more of a medically professional way. So we would appreciate that. And we're happy that you're with us. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.